All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of 518 Woods and Water. On this episode, we are going to talk time management and how we get into the woods the way we do. Um, and you're going to listen to myself, Brian Cole, and uh, Rich Wolf kind of talk about, you know, uh, our busy lives and, you know, things that we make sure we don't overlook in order to get into the woods. September 1st has come and gone. Now we're looking at a three weeks to the, the season opener of bow season. Uh, small game squirrel open September 1. So uh, get out there. Uh, reach out to us if you have some, some things. Send us some pictures. Send us some information uh, that you find interesting or topics. And we'd love to put it on the show. Thank you. Welcome to the 518 Woods and Water Podcast, where each week we will have interesting conversations about all things woods and water. Woods and Water. I'm here with Brian Cole and Rich Wolf today. So, guys, let's uh, go through. And Brian, want to tell us your? Yeah. Hey, good morning. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm relatively a new new to hunting. I started hunting for about this will be my fourth full season. So, like, I got three years under my belt. Um, I'm married, full time job. Like like most of us, I got two boys. Uh, one seventeen. Um, he hunted first time last year. And uh, my youngest is 12, so he's just getting into hunting. He's pretty excited. Uh, September is here. We're going to do some squirrel hunting. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my situation, you know. All right. And Rich? Well, first I'd like to thank Adam and Brian for having me on. I appreciate uh, the opportunity here. Um, my name is Richard Wolf. I live over in Troy, New York. I have a wife and a three-and-a-half-year-old son. Um, the reason I get so excited about hunting and everything is because it's been a passion of mine since I was young. My grandfather got me into it. He actually took me to the Watertown Sportsman's Club when I was about eight or nine. And they had a, like a potluck. They had a venison stew and their regular meeting. And he, that's when I joined the club. And I saw the guys talking and sharing food and the camaraderie. And I was I was hooked. I was like, wow, this is fun. Even for an eight, nine-year-old, and you get to see all these monster deer hanging on the wall and everything. I was I was hooked. So <clears throat> so mostly I credit, you know, my grandfather and then my stepfather. He helped out even more. The more I wanted to hunt, the more I wanted to do as far as food plots and, you know, having as many deer as we possibly could on our property. So, and then... As I got older, I got to like 18, 19, everything else changed. You know, yeah. I went to college, got a real job, lost the time that I had growing up to be able to do all those things and go hunting that and all the things to prepare for hunting, you know, to have a successful season. So it wasn't until 
a slew of bad things happened. You know, my, my grandfather passed away, my grandma passed away, moved for, to Boston, finally ended up in Albany, and met my wife. Now I was about 27 at this time, and I was talking to her about where I grew up and how I used to hunt and everything, and she's like, well, I would like to do that. So then, right there, I knew, wow, this girl is awesome. I love her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wants to hunt. I had an interest again. Yeah, right. You know, I get to you teach know, somebody. Like, yeah, right. This is great. You know, this is what I want to do. So I hadn't been to the property that we hunted on in, you know, geez, five, six, seven years. And I get up there with my stepdad and we're walking around and checking it out and everything. And it's just all growing up, you know, everything just over the years, it grew and you couldn't get to places, you couldn't get to our stands. Like it was, it was kind of sad, Yeah. you know, and my stepdad saw like how kind of hurt I was by what had happened because of my lack of interest. So he wasn't really interested anymore and just kind of fell apart. You know what I mean? Not yeah, yeah. fell apart, but it was, it wasn't like it was when we were growing up. Right. So over the past four years, him and I, we've completely changed it. Like we rented a, a bulldozer last year. We have a bunch of trails now. We have four different food plots on it now. Like it's yeah, changing. Yeah. It's, it's coming, coming back, back you know, and thanks to him because he's there and he gets to do all the work. I only, <laughs> that's the other thing is I don't really have the time to help. So I have to schedule weekends months in advance. Mm-hmm. in order to get up there so that I can make sure that I can help him out because I want to be a part of it. I love yeah, doing it. Yeah. And now that I have a son, he gets to go up there. We get to ride around on the four-wheeler. Allie's into it now. She loves the outdoors. It's a win-win, Yeah, you awesome. know, for everybody. It's it's just great. So that's, that's why I'm so passionate about hunting is because my family enjoys it and you learn so much in the outdoors that you can't ever like watching it on TV. You never get, you never get that feeling. You never get that experience. So I just love the outdoors, man. Yeah. You don't get that experience through playing Cabela's, you know, wilderness African safari hunts on. Yeah. Yeah. Big game, big game hunter is not hunting. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you know, as you guys know, my name's Adam South and uh, I grew up, um, with my, my parents, my father hunting, uh, we had a non-working dairy farm for my entire life, um, with, with 120 acres attached to another farm that was a non-working, uh, uh, you know, non-working farm. And so I had, you know, 250 acres to hunt, uh, Northwestern New Jersey, and we could hunt with shotgun. You could hunt when you're 10 years old which I, I think is awesome. Um, uh, so that was my introduction. Didn't really care that much for deer hunting because it was too sedentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, was into rabbit, uh, pheasant hunting, loved hunting with dogs. Um, in New Jersey, that was something we did every Saturday. You couldn't hunt on Sundays, uh, blue law. So we hunted uh, every Saturday, uh, small game. Then New Jersey had a one week deer season and 
and it was it was on. Ninth grade, I could take the World first. World War. Yeah. Uh, ninth grade, I could take the first day off of the season and hunt Saturday. So I'd hunt Monday and Saturday, and then after it was after that, my dad couldn't get me to come to like, and I was I went to school in New York, but he, it was uh, that was my week. So I, it, you know, that first marking period through the grades were you know yeah. Yeah. amazing and worked hard um and now uh like brian i have a 17 year old son a 14 year old daughter and a 12 year old daughter my 12 year old's taking hunter ed um this year so she has an interest to to possibly do a little bow hunting um my 14 year old daughter really doesn't have an interest in hunting she tried she she went to the stand uh two years ago um just really it wasn't for her uh and then um my 17 year old he uh he got his first year when he was 12 with the bow and then sports he, he plays sports Very nonstop nice. and wrestles runs uh cross country now he used to play soccer and then he did uh track and um uh, lacrosse in the spring so he he's he's booked up so any chance i can get him into the tree stand i do Last year, he harvested a nice nice buck from a tree stand, and that was also the opening weekend of uh, Jiminy Peak, so we shot the deer, field dressed it, skinned it, and then we were up skiing opening weekend. Can't beat um, that. No, you can't. Uh, That's a day in the life of the 518 right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, everything came together, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great day, um, and that's that's where I'm at, full-time, full-time job. Uh, almost two full-time jobs, teacher, so I have the summers off, but then I do real estate and uh, also the president of the gun club. So, you know, between the three of us, we, we have, uh, you know, one guy who's overextended and then and two guy, one guy with two kids and then, uh, you know, Rich with, with the one, the son, and uh, but the wife that hunts, so that's that's a neat dynamic. Yeah. Uh, so My son, he, he wants to get in too. He, yeah, yeah, right. I just got a crossbow last year for Christmas. Ever since he saw that, he wants to use it. Dad, yeah, I want to yeah, shoot yeah. a deer. I want to shoot a deer. You know, he sees me watching the hunting shows all the time. He, he well, gets right big, into it. You yeah, know? that's a big part of it. You know, when you see that, when you see your children taking um, an interest in it, you know, Absolutely. And, and they get excited. You know, when. Um, so yeah. I yeah, mean, that's. You know, last year was a big year for me because my my oldest son got his first deer during rifle. Um, my youngest son was with us, so all three of us were in the stand together. That's it was awesome. Like a platform. Um, I think, I think just prior to that, like a week prior to that, I got a a, a deer with a bow, and my youngest son was in the stand with me. So, uh, you know, he's really excited um, to get out there, and uh, he can't wait. So, yeah, that's a lot of the motivation is you know dragging him out there. He was with me last week. We were setting up trail cams, um, kind of scouting for the upcoming season. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big it's a big part of it. You know. So today we're going to kind of talk about the time management um, and how we um, how we juggle this. Um, so I'm going to throw out the question: Can you bank family time <laughs> now? Well, can, can, I think can I you? think uh, I think if if everything is good at home, right? And you're doing the things that need to be done every day and not procrastinating. Yeah. So your family's going to be happy. I think that kind of gives you the opportunity to go do the things that you would like to do because, you know, you have everything's copacetic. Yeah. It's good. But, I mean, when things are a little chaotic and 
stuff's going on, you know, you have to you have to put your priorities first, and obviously, family will always come first. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you gotta. I mean, you gotta. I think it's important to, and you know, the longer you're married, the the easier it is. But you kind of gotta know the temperature of the house. You, you know, you kind of gotta be able to feel. You gotta have your finger on the pulse. Yeah, right? you, gotta, you, gotta you gotta be able to understand. Be, you got to be honest with yourself on what the situation is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know <what> exactly. I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't just, uh, like you said, in the middle of the chaos, just decide, listen, it's hunting season. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going whether you like it or not. Because, I mean, you hear people talk that talk that game. Um, I can't imagine that, you know, they're happy when they get back from an unsuccessful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Unsuccessful trip to the woods. Well, it's success if you can make it to the woods. Right. In, right. in our situation, sometimes yeah. It, it well, is yeah, absolutely. just making it is is the success, but then yeah. is it worth the repercussions? Yeah. And, and I'm not just saying the spousal repercussions or, you know, I, I have a, you know, I don't get vacation time. Right. So I have to build my hunting around that. And I don't like to take time off, you know, um, from school to hunt. So... I have to build it around, so I hunt a lot of evenings. Yeah, uh, my job I can get out at two thirty-five, um, so I can be into the woods uh, by three three fifteen. Yeah. By the time I run home, grab my bow. Um, I never have that luxury. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> a lot of people don't. So I'm I'm fortunate there. Yeah. Um, but you know I, I and I I do think you can bank. You know, like you said, if if the if the things are good at home. Yeah. Because you don't want to go into the tree stand and uh, and stew over what you're leaving behind. That's that's not enjoyable for anybody. Right. Um, you also don't want to be in the tree stand when your your spouse or other people think you're going to Home Depot. <laughs> because then if you nail a slammer, right, like, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lucy got some explaining to do. Yeah, right? Right. it's like yeah. It, you you just set yourself up, you know. Um, well, you started to mention it. You know, you said it's not just about the spousal thing. It's, I mean, time that you're spending in the woods alone is time that you're not spending with your family, and especially if you have children. You know, you're missing a lot of valuable. Right. Uh, you're sacrificing. Time with them. You, you are, know, you, you are. You are. You're sacrificing. That's time that you're not going to get back. Exactly. You know? um, yeah, that's why it's exciting if you can get your children I have, involved. I have, I have one stand called the grocery stand. The grocery <laughs> stand. The yeah. grocery stand. So I think I'm I'm providing a, a sustenance <laughs> to my family. Right. Well, you're, listen, yeah. You're. you're I mean, I'm not at a. Also, let's 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 focus that. Like, there's other hobbies. I don't know if you can call it a hobby, but yeah. there's a lot of people that go to bars, right? You know, yeah. and and sportsmen. You know, they might celebrate with a drink or two, but you know, I, I'm putting the time in the tree stand. Yeah, it's time for away from the family, um, but I'm putting some time in the tree stand, which is a. There's some cost benefit to it, the, you know. There's there's a value, value not cost benefit. There's a value, yeah. That's not. I think, that's, I think if that's we pulled out the receipts, let's not talk about that right now. Um, <laughs> stay focused. Uh, but no, yeah. I mean, like, I, there's still venison in the freezer. I mean, we still, you know, and and it's. I'm fortunate enough. Everybody in my house loves venison. You know, there's nobody that dislikes it. So it's always a treat when I pull it out of the freezer and, and cook it up or that's throw great. it on the grill. You know, it's yeah. always. It's the oh. best meat you could ever have. Yeah, yeah, and there's a, you know there's the whole you know I don't know what the right word is, but you know you're providing that. You went out, you tracked a deer, you know you scouted whatever you did. Self fulfilling, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you you put that meat um, in yeah. the freezer, and so I think that's it's kind of a you know I don't don't use it as a selling point, but it is. It's a, you know it's it's like 
I think oh, on yeah. the other hand, too, my wife and my son, they can see how happy I get and mm-hmm. excited I get about hunting. And they like to see that, too, you know. And when dad's happy, everybody's happy, too. So it's, I yeah. think it goes kind of both ways. Yeah. You know, you got to, you got to, it's all about compromise. You got to, you got to meet right. that, meet that fine line. Yeah. So what are some things you guys do to optimize your time in the woods? Brian? Well, I mean, I, I utilize vacation. You know, I set aside some vacation at work every year to kind of split, you know, little blocks here and there, get a couple of days off here and there. Um, and then during that time, you know, um, try to just work around everybody's schedule, you know. So the kids are in school during the, during the hunting season. The wife's working. So, um, you know, usually a morning hunt is a lot easier than an afternoon hunt because I can get out before everybody wakes up. They get up. They do their thing. Right. But in the afternoon, they're coming home. That's when they really need, you know. You want to hang out. Kind of need me around, you know. Uh, Wife needs me around to kind of help get dinner going, or you know, take care, run the kids back and forth. The kids want to see me, so um, typically I just try to work around their schedule as much as possible. You know, weekends are tough um, because now everybody's there. Because you Um, don't want to miss out on the time with them. Right. Deep down, you really don't want to have to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's (laughs) and that's what you know. Them being involved and them having an interest is what. I mean, it helps. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's exciting because you're able to share yeah, those experiences yeah. with them. But it's also it's also kind of a bonus, you know, and a, a little bit in the background, a little bit of that selfishness. It's, it's like, hey, you know, yeah, I'm taking, you know, taking the boys hunting. We're gonna go hang out in the woods, you know. So, yeah, you know. it's it, it's great to see. Um, a couple of years ago, when I made the resurgence into back into hunting and bow hunting. Um, the kids just going everywhere with you and, yeah. and you're hiking up on, you know, they, they were going for a hike on Grafton. I was scouting. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you, you, you play those things <laughs> and my, my wife was okay with it. Uh, I, I mean, she, she was thrilled cause we were out hiking. We love mm-hmm. it. The dogs love it. The kids love it. Um, and we hang, we put up a trail camera. We go up to, to the spot on Grafton, have a, have a lunch, the nice, nice open rocks. And then we'd have our lunch, hike back down. Um, and it was, it was really good now then then the kids hit these teenage years and <sighs> yeah it gets tough. You, you know you, yeah. you have the seven i got a, i got a little bit before you got a little bit before <laughs> um you know now it's hot and buggy when when they're when they're four or five you know up to to 12 that hot and buggy doesn't bother them. right um i'm dealing with that yeah dealing yeah. with that this weekend i want to go pull a camera on uh down by the river and uh last time we went they went with me when to do some scouting and it's bike you can ride bikes there so you know right away i, I asked nate if he wanted to go pull that camera with me today and he's like ah we're gonna have bug spray <laughs> or you know are the bugs gonna be as bad as they were last time so you know there's... this summer when we went and placed that camera yeah uh i took my girls with me uh and we we get load up all the mountain bikes and i i said well oh, oh we're meeting somebody there who brian oh okay so then we go for the bike ride. My my daughters take off ahead of us, and next thing you know, they went left and we went straight, and they kept just riding around the trails at, at Skodak, and we were oh yeah well, <laughs> okay there's a spot hey it's public land, um, and uh, they were having a great time and we were riding the bikes and and, and so I just got a little nervous you know. Yeah, you know, well, there dad was, uh, and his do- storm storm clouds too storm, coming in. Yeah. yeah, major storm coming in, and 
just texted him, okay, you know, stay near the truck and keep stay together. And, yeah. You know, they're old enough. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was, a, you know, trick them into getting down there and, and, you know, riding bikes. and But you have to do that. You yeah. have to um, – we multitask, kayak. Multitask, right? Yeah, yeah. multitask. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can create a, a situation, I mean, it's okay. You have – there's a little bit of an ulterior motive there. You know, you're going to do it on the side, but, it, you know, it doesn't take away from the time you get to spend with your family. And is, right. And that's the, the key thing. And, and that's any aspect, right? You want to make sure everybody's having a good time and everybody, there's something there for everybody to do, you know, whenever you plan any kind of activity with your family. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, it works out. Um, like the, just the other day, I, you know, I have to drop my kids off for track practice or uh, cross country at eight o'clock and then pick them up at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Well, there was a nice two hour window. Right. Like, okay. Boom. They're there. I don't sit at practice, you know, they're on JV and varsity. Yeah. I'm dropping them off, and then I ran over, put out two cameras, and then ran back, picked them up. You know, so it's, you know, things like that, juggling, you know, what we have. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about with the time management before we move on? So I don't have the luxury of, you know, getting into my stand early on afternoons and stuff, unless it's a weekend and I have it off. Uh being a bridge painter, and especially towards the fall when winter gets close, is kind of our push time. Like, mm-hmm. So we're working long days and everything. So usually the only time I get to go hunt is if it's crappy weather out, mm. right? Because you can't paint bridges in the rain. Right. So my biggest thing is being able to pick locations that I can get to quick, that I'm going to be covered from the weather a little bit, because I know it's not going to yeah. be nice out and may have a noise, like being able to access my stand and get in and out very easily. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't, have, I don't have, to, I don't have time to mess around. Like yeah. I, if I go hunting, like I want to be successful, you know, even though if I get out there, it's great, but you know, everybody wants yeah, to yeah. harvest the nice deer at the end of the day, you know, that's right. yeah. the right. main goal. That's, that's, that is the goal, you know? Um, so, uh, with, with time management, um, setting up your, your tree stands you were talking about, um, so what do you look for in a good easy in, easy out? So a big thing is having multiple locations. You know, I have, I'll put at least three stands on some state land just because depending on the weather and the wind, I'll choose which stand I'm going to use. Yeah. Placing them on a ridge top so you got, or a creek right behind you. Even right next to the road, like I said, you want to have some more of a background noise. You don't want to be tracking through the woods alerting all the other deer. You want to be able to get in and out. It's the biggest things. Brian, what do you do for hunting strategies with relation to time management? Um, I haven't really focused on it a whole lot, to be honest with you. Most of the, I try to block out some time, you know, in one way or another, to where right. I know okay, I've got a few hours. Um, I do find myself, I do have a couple places that are more convenient than others. And there are, there is a lot of time where, um, you know, I know like, maybe I want to have like two or three hours total. So yeah, I don't want to spend an hour, you know, slipping into a place, yeah, getting set up exactly. and then, you know, only have an hour to sit, you know? Um, so that definitely does play into, mm-hmm. uh, decision-making, you know, when I'm, when I'm trying to figure out that morning, like, okay, where am I going to go? You know? So. Um, but I, I do, uh, I got a climber and I got, um, I hunt a lot of, I'm, I'm starting to get more into it, but I try to hunt a lot, um, public lands just because I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of private access. So, uh, I think being mobile is important. 
Um, so I got a climber. If I know I'm going someplace where there's a lot of tall, straight trees, I'll take the climber. And then I got a set up with a hang-on with climbing sticks. And I'll, I'll kind of alternate between those two. Um, I think I've that's even... a, an advantage we have here yeah. in the Capital District, too, is, you know, there are some real nice state parks and public land that you can get to within a half hour, 45 oh, minutes yeah. Yeah. And, and do an afternoon hunt or a morning hunt. You yeah. know, it, that's a big advantage we have here, Definitely. Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I did a bunch down in the Pine Bush area uh, probably five years ago, and uh, that was a nice resource. N- nice to it's, – it's urban hunting with, you know, um, but with some bigger tracts of land, uh, bow only, yeah. and that was a nice spot to go and, and explore uh, when you had the time. And, and f- juggling the time, you know, that's that's the challenge we all face with weather, with, you know, workload and with family. And yeah. It, it's it, it's a struggle. And, you know, um, it sounds like we all have very supportive, you know, people at home. Yeah. Um, very lucky. Yeah. yeah, we're all very lucky. Uh, it, it's probably, you know, um, my reser- resurgence into hunting um, started where I was just you know, gun hunting, and then uh, I'd go for a, my wife called it a hike with a gun, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I was taking the kids, and she goes, "No, no, don't take the kid. Don't take um, my one daughter. No, because it's changed. You're, you're, it's different now. You're, you're <laughs> actually gonna, you're gonna get something. And yeah. you know, and, and you don't need the the two year old <laughs> on your back slowing you down. Uh, so uh, in making that that effort um she she makes an effort to actually get me into the woods right which is which is great and um you know just going out in the summertime uh you know getting range time taking the kids with me uh taking your 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 sons up to the archery range. oh yeah 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 instead of uh or even a gun range you know instead of uh going and sighting in the rifles for the season it's like you know let's go let's take the whole family we'll go shoot at the range and while you know in between them plinking with the 22 you know, I'm sighting in the 30-30 or something like that, you know, yeah. ma- making it a family, at, you know, activity instead of trying to just, you know, disappear for a couple, an hour, couple hours to sight in, you know, a hunting rifle, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's there's nights throughout the summer, uh, like on a Friday night sometimes or even Sunday, we just go up to my mother-in-law's and, you know, Brooks will be able to play with, with the other kids and hang out and then my wife and I just go down in the field and we'll shoot and hang out and relax have a yeah. couple beers and then have a little picnic and you know call it a day it's it's relaxing and, and mm-hmm. we're still spending time together doing something yeah. that we both enjoy well you make it a lifestyle you know it's, it does become part of your lifestyle it right. is you know because it's not yes. just I mean you can just wait until the you know rifle season starts and hunt those two weeks and then that's it you're a hunter but you know um, I think most of us are thinking about hunting year round in some aspect, you know, some, some way or another, we're either, Absolutely. you know, practicing, you know, a lot of us practice archery all summer long, um, 3d shoots, things like that. Uh, you know, you're always, I, I can't drive by a field or a, a piece of woods without thinking, you know, is there access there? What's going on or any wildlife, that kind of thing. So well, as, as hunters, I think that we truly care about the environment and where it's heading you know that's that's our 
big thing is we want to make sure that there's going to be game and wildlife for our sons right, yeah. to be able to hunt. Yeah. Right. And, and for generations to come, you know. Yeah. Last summer, we took a family trip out to uh, Yellowstone. Oh, very nice. And that was... It, it, it was see any a, buffaloes? It, we, <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, that's not the hard part. It's, it's, uh, no, but we saw the, the, the wildlife, uh, the just just the, the the magnitude of everything was awesome yeah. and um, I mean it was like go, go back five years ago and it was our trip to Grafton and I was scouting now obviously can't hunt Yellowstone but right. I was out there just to feel it and and get ready you know because that's that's look my, for some scrapes yeah look it does for some grizzly tracks yeah, it's, see, and there's a, an abundance of wildlife out there and then right. so when you're just like seeing it everywhere you look it does kind of so with time management and, and and talking about that, I think the biggest thing is is being you know preparing, and, and plan, and you, plan, plan. So yeah. it's like we were talking. I'm looking for a, a western hunt, but I can't take any time off in September. I can't take a week off from teaching, um, nor would I want to, uh, because that's that's my passion, teaching. Um, so we looked at, at, at maybe a caribou hunt, and. You can go August fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's early. So yeah. knowing knowing my you know my son turns eighteen, he's planning to enlist. Um, my drive is to save up. Now it's a hefty price tag. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it gets expensive but to start going my, out west. My goal is to, is hopefully maybe if we can if we can pay everything we need to pay down and you know and be responsible. My my goal is hopefully next uh, next uh, August to go on a caribou hunt, a, a DIY. Yeah. So the outfitter still flies you in, puts you n- near the herd, yeah. and then in British Columbia or where? where no, in Alaska. In Alaska. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. Uh, he's going to be 18, heading off to, you know, right now it's it's he's very strong uh, for going into the, the military. So I'm like, you know what? It'll be right before he turns 18, so he he can't go, and he's not going to enlist until he turns 18. Um, and that's that starts now. That's you know, pro- I'm probably late planning that, but yeah. that I'm you know, rolling it around. Yeah. But if not, um, we're we're talking about maybe going to uh, uh, Kentucky has a, a September first opener. I don't next year. I shouldn't have to be at school until the ninth, the way the uh, calendar looks. Uh, so I'm, that's all starting now. Right. You gotta try to. And time what, management. What I, I agree. I'm in, I'm in the same yeah. same boat. You know, I want to take those adventures and do the same thing. And right. like I'm already visualizing how I'm going to get there, what yeah. I have to do. You, you start know, thinking one or two, at least a year what out. It's sometimes take, two years yeah. out. Sometimes you just right. gotta, yeah. yeah. As far as like, you, sometimes you need preference points for certain areas, but mm-hmm. for those things, I'm I'm looking at, you know, hunting places that you don't over obviously. the counter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because. I mean, I'm looking at 12 to 13 years before I retire. Then, you know, then I'll be 55, and mm-hmm. then I can start going out. So, yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna start doing it, I got to start buying preference points now yeah, for those Western old. things. What's that? You're that old. Yeah. Well, I'm 42. <laughs> that old? Am I the oldest guy here? Yeah. No, no I'm you're older. Yeah. 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 You're, you're my senior. Year. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but that's the that's the, the time management, uh, and then you take a step back so you don't feel that frustration in the tree stand it's it's you know banking a little bit of family time up up front making sure the family's happy like you guys said and then 
also it's house house maintenance let's yeah. that's huge, it, it, that's right? huge too, yeah. <laughs> yes and nothing gets done at all around my house until or you know um from october, october one yeah from october one until the snow starts flying <laughs> it's like i try to i i make sure all the firewood split and stacked you know well well in advance uh the pool this is the last you know this is the, we're at the end of summer kids go back to school i'm my pool is going to be closed by next week because i just don't want anything I can't have that stuff, you know, kind of lingering and hanging yes, over my yes. head when October first rolls around because it's. You're sitting in the tree stand thinking, "Oh my gosh, I didn't rake I the leaves. I didn't done. rake the leaves." Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I got to, I got to do this. <laughs> I got to do that. No, and and like like when you were talking about taking some time off from hunting, um, when you were in your teen, your late teens and early twenties, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that happened to me. I'd be sitting in a tree stand at my grandparents' farm, thinking about the paper I had to write for college and it was just stressing on me so much yeah um that it, i couldn't enjoy it right uh not that i enjoyed writing papers it's it becomes just, a task that you're just trying to check off your list like yeah. go hunting today or yeah yes. whatever right. yeah, yeah. And that's so, not. so take care of your stuff at home make sure everything's smoothed over at work you know don't don't be negligent in, yeah. in those other areas because then you'll enjoy your time that you do have the yeah what it, you know, sometimes it be what little time you have in the woods. And it's like anything else. If you put the extra effort in to everything that you do, mm-hmm. the results will pay off. Right. And I think that goes with hunting, with family, everything. You know, that's that's what you want. Do the little bit extra and you'll reap the rewards. Right. Anything else you guys want to touch on today? I'm good. Yeah. It was a good, uh, good well, conversation. I'm hopefully going on a bear hunt next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Indian Head Wilderness, I believe, is the WMA I'm looking at. Yeah, well, uh, we'd be interested to hear how you uh, Yeah, definitely. How you my, do. My first time, so we'll see. Yeah. I'll definitely keep you guys updated. So the Catskills has an early bear season, rifle, crossbow, bow you can use. Yep, anything you can use during the regular season. And... Uh, yeah, the Catskills. I know my dad's property in the 3M area is the early bear. Now, is your um, normal bear tag that you would normally get that covers that, so you don't have? There's no extra permit or anything like that. No, nope. no, nope. that's cool. Uh, yeah, it is. Go back maybe three years ago before they changed the way the tags were they're issued. They're separate. Right? Yeah, you used to have to use the Last prior year's year. Tag, yeah. yeah, but but they fixed that when they went to the the season is September. Um, is it September one to August thirty first? Yeah. They go on sale August first. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's a it's a calendar year. Yeah. And then all hunting seasons start after that. Same thing with uh, you know, later this month or next month, uh, September twenty something, they start the northern early bow. Yeah. So and that used to also be one where you hunted with the previous year's tags because it was an October one. But they fixed all that, so your twenty nineteen, twenty twenty tags are all good starting september 1st you're going after some some squirrels right yeah nate's excited plus yeah. and again we talked about that's a good opportunity to we, scout deer we we talked about trophy yeah. trophy squirrels trophy squirrel. measurements yeah i saw that uh <laughs> social media it was pretty good that's, that's fun so <laughs> yeah. i've seen that can you get some uh some what squirrels in the freezer yeah, it's like the the, the length of the yeah. What did they call it? They called it something. And then the a trophy squirrel measurement or algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I feel like every time I go squirrel hunting, I never see any squirrels. I know. I see them, the, but wait till deer season starts. Wait till yeah. you're in your stand and they're dropping nuts on you and 
50 of them. But they're so hard. Like, I've drawn on them with my bow when I've like, all right, (laughs) you know, I'm in a doe spot. I'm not, I'm not hunting a, a a monster buck. I've tried to draw on one and they, those, they'll stay in one spot too long. They will. No. No. uh, I went last year after the season and took out a, a handful uh, from one of my tr- my deer stands. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so good good luck. They must have really bothered you during hunt season. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this rambling of time management. Uh, As you know, we are new. This is the third episode. Episode four is going to be dropped next week. Uh, Excited about that. Uh, That should be Birds of Prey. Um, If you have a topic uh, or an idea for a guest, please let us know. Uh, You can reach out via email at 518woodsandwater at gmail.com. Also, if you are a sponsor or potential sponsor, or you want to help us out and hook us up with a sponsor, that'd be great too. And you can email us as well. Subscribe to this podcast so you get notifications when we release one. Typically, I release them on Sundays. uh, And you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and now Google Play. When you do subscribe, also give us a review. That rightmost star usually is all five of them, and we really encourage that. Helps us out.